Yeah, I would like to order a number one, please. That's right. Give me the apps pod. Welcome back to yet another BS Podcast. As always, I'm Jeremy. He's Dalton. I'm tired. He's sick. So let's get this show on the road. Yeah, it's going to be one of those weeks, man. Uh, I, I, I do want to say, like, just because of the day we're recording on, uh, if you happen to be a father, we're recording this on Father's Day, so happy belated Father's Day. Yes, happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yeah, and 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 to all the single mothers, I say, you have Mother's Day. Leave us alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and to all the guys out there with pets, you're not a father. That that's just a pet. I know you love it, but it's not your kid. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I don't celebrate Father's Day because I love my dog Daisy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, that's my that's my baby girl. But yep. I'm not like, I am a father. Now, I do have somebody in my life that calls me daddy, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, speaking of ridiculous things, um, so we're, we're having dinner around Father's Day. Right? My, my dad yesterday made some pulled pork, and then today we threw it in the crock pot, heated it up. We had some barbecue sauce, some baked beans, like some legitimate baked beans, not just out of the oh, can, yeah. and then uh, some coleslaw, and that was, you know, had the grandparents over, my Uncle Doug. So anyway, for dessert, they had gotten a lemon meringue pie. Now, I don't know about you. I'm not a big fan of lemon meringue pie. It's all right. No. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to pass because obviously, I, I like uh, like Jeremy mentioned, I dude, I woke up this morning and I just I won't go into detail, but I've had a rough fucking day. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And uh, I'm still feeling it. So I was like, I barely ate any food. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to pass on pie. And I said, but you know what would make that lemon meringue pie even better? And my dad, well, we're all sitting around the table. My dad's like, what? I said, if you took the lemon meringue or the lemon part and you replaced it with coconut cream and then you topped it instead of with the meringue, you topped it with toasted coconut and then it would be delicious because that's just the coconut cream pie. And I love those. (laughs) And my dad with the most serious look on his face goes, yeah, but (laughs) I can't even say this without laughing. He just looks and he goes. Yeah, but I prefer to make the cream pies myself. <laughs> and he saw the look on my face where I was literally like my tongue was about to bleed because I'm trying not to laugh and joke, <laughs> make a joke out of that. And he sees the look on my face and he just loses it and just starts cracking up because nice. he, he realized what he said. And then all of a sudden, all the guys at the table were laughing. <laughs> it was it was a, it was a good little moment. You know what I mean? It's just guy. I mean, I, I, I don't blame him. I prefer to make the cream pies yeah. myself, too. Yeah. My dad's like I'm crying from laughing. My dad's face is red as a fucking beat. Like it's absolutely hilarious. Um but a conversation that we were having around the table and I, I just about brought this up to you before we recorded. I said, No, let's bring it up on the on the show. So where do you where do you live? Your county. Yes. Do you have impact fees? Uh I don't know. Okay, so here in Clay County where I live in Florida, fuck Clay County, by the way. I okay, so we own like my parents own this lot that we live on, right? Yeah. And we have the lot next door fenced in, and technically I own that lot. My grandpa bought it in my name and my mom's name. If I wanted to 
I could I could pay to have the trees cut down. I could have it leveled and everything. Before I could ever put a house on there, I have to pay $15,000 for an impact fee before Jesus. I can ever even start building. How is that? How does that make sense? I own the fucking, like, we own the land. It is ours. We have paid for it. We pay taxes on it. Why should I then also have to give you $15,000 if I want to put a goddamn house on it? Yep. Just another way to get that little bit of extra out of you. Dude, fuck to me, dude. 15000 ain't no little bit of extra. I know to them it yeah. is. Obviously to them it's fucking piss and vinegar. But me, that's a lot of money, dude. Like if oh, I yeah. ever wanted to like put a little house over there, like I said, because I already own that land. It's so stupid to me. Absolutely stupid. I could go 10 minutes. I'm pointing in a random direction, but it's that way. <laughs> I don't know which direction. I think it's east. Uh, I could go east and to uh, Stark which is Bradford County. I don't even have to go there. I can go to the golf course where my grandparents live, which is still technically in Keystone, but that's Bradford County, zero impact fee. Yep. Doesn't make any fucking sense. So I'm just like, you know, of all the things, like I don't mind paying taxes. I'd pay more taxes if people got health care and things like that. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, that doesn't bother me. But having to pay them to be able to build on land that I own, eat the biggest bag of dicks you can find. Dude, uh, don't uh, don't try to start a business then. So every year, I have to pay. I don't even know what the tax is called, but I literally have to figure up the value of any computers, printers, TV, printer paper, cleaning supplies, all of that shit I have. So this computer I have, the guy who had it business before me had it. This computer's probably been six, seven years in this business. I have to pay a tax every year for that computer to be in this fucking building. Like Why? everything in this building, even though I've owned it for years, I have to pay taxes on it every single year. Why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Just another way for them to fucking get more money out of you. Like inventory. You have to do an inventory every year and you have to pay taxes on the inventory you have. Then when you sell that inventory, you have to pay sales tax on it too. Dude, like, I, I wouldn't mind taxes, like you said, if they were actually going to help people. But they're paying fucking, they're lining politicians' pockets. They're paying for all kinds of stupid-ass wars and military shit and stuff we don't need. Like, but like you said, anytime it's something that would help us, like, say, when the Democrats put a bill up in Congress to stop oil companies from price gouging and every single Republican votes no on it simply because a Democrat put it up. That's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking, uh, it's just so stupid, dude. It's, it's sad to say, but I kind of dream of a world where people like oil executives who make these decisions get like kidnapped, taken up to the top of their high ass skyscrapers and thrown off to a cheering crowd. Like we need to eat the fu we need to eat the rich. Like if you're not with us, you're against us, and we need to fucking stop this shit. It makes no sense that companies out here are making tens of billions of dollars a quarter in profit. Like twenty one company I think made twenty two billion dollars in three months, and that's profit. That's after everything's been paid for. That is fucking. That should be illegal. You should not be allowed to do that. So much fucking money. Yeah. That's insane. 
I can't even fathom what I would do with one billion. Dude, so I did the math on this a while back, but it still checks out, I'm pretty sure. If you made $5,000 a day, seven days a week, 365, 66 days a year, from the day Christopher Columbus landed on the United States of America until today, $5,000 a day, you would not have $1 billion. They're making $22 billion in profit in three months. Nobody earns that much money. Yeah. Jesus, it's just fucking insanity, dude. Yeah. Absolute insanity. And on on the note of uh, like taxes and government and things like that, so I saw this thing on Twitter, and it was definitely Twitter being Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, if you know, you know. Um, So... A news team from Stephen Colbert's thing, and you know Stephen yeah. Colbert, like he's the man. Uh, they were uh, now. I will say, I think they were guerrilla shooting, which means going in and shooting without permission, right? Yeah. In one of the Washington D.C. buildings, and they got caught and they got arrested because they were trespassing, right? So the I'll call it the right wing side of Twitter uh, caught on fire because all of a sudden. They were like, well, well, these people should be charged with the exact same thing that they're, they're trying to get these people for January 6th and, and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, so you're comparing a film crew going in and doing a comedy news thing to trying to overthrow the government. <laughs> yeah, to literally breaking into a government building and looking for government officials to hang in public. Yeah, I, 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 I just, it baffled me, bro. I was just like, how is there a correlation? I don't understand where they're making it. And then it became this whole thing where Cole, just people were just trashing Colbert and that show and all that. And I'm like, this is really just Twitter being Twitter. Just like Facebook's yep. going to Facebook. <laughs> Absolutely. I was just, I was just mind blown. Cause I'm just like, what is the, I don't understand the correlation between the two. Like, like you said, like you're you're trying to go break in and like possibly kill people. Yeah, and you think that is that equates to just like, it's, oh God, I hate this fucking I hate the world. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be that person, but I really do. Like, uh, it just drives me crazy. Yeah, I mean, what they did was no different than if me and you were hanging out in Jacksonville and we walked by the Jaguar stadium and there was a gate left open. We just wandered in and started wandering around in the locker room, looking at shit, got caught and got arrested. You know, we were somewhere we weren't supposed to be, but we were just, just walking around. Yeah. They're they're acting like that. This news crew went in there and we're digging through desks and going through paperwork and all of that. And it's like, nah, dude, that's, that's not what they do. (laughs) They're not tabloid reporters. Like they don't dig through trash. You know what I'm saying? Like not the desks in there are trash, but they might as well be. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> while we're on the subject of news, I know you probably have things to talk about. This let's go ahead and get it out of the way. <laughs> old, old Vinny Max in the news. Oh, Vince McMahon is a dick. I've said that before, and now there is finally irrefutable evidence that he is a garbage human. Yeah, I mean, he had an affair, and uh, then paid the lady to be quiet about it. Um, which is not cool although like and this is not me defending him it has been kind of well known that him and linda are pretty much married on paper for business reasons oh yeah like jim and i mean i don't even hold that 
really that much against him because show me a fucking old white billionaire who hasn't had an affair. Yeah. Like show me an old rich white guy who's not sticking his dick wherever he's allowed to stick it. Yeah, yeah, this, uh, you're going to be hard-pressed to find one. Maybe Bill Gates. Exactly. He seems like the nice kind of guy that doesn't fuck other ladies. Like, he seems like the missionary only. I love you. Your hair is wonderful kind of guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, possibly so. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, but uh, the the allegations out there are that he was having an affair with this woman um, and then passed her off to be John Laurinaitis' assistant. And apparently there was some relations between her and John Laurinaitis, and then they paid her $3 million not to not to tell anybody. Which, I'm not going to victim blame, but at the same time, you can't tell me she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure she went in there with a plan. Yeah, and dude, $3 million, that's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a lot of I money, I mean, it's, it's like you look at Monica Lewinsky – who has a dude jizz on their clothes and then hangs it up in the closet? Doesn't go try to clean it. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like that, that's orchestration right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's like uh you hear those stories about dudes nutting a condom and throw it in the trash can and leave and that girl ends up pregnant and you find out that oh, she yeah. took the condom and like pushed it in Oh, yep. there's some there's some crazy there's some crazy bitches out there. I mean, there's also crazy men. There's some crazy dickheads too. Like, oh yeah, that's not to not to say anything. The biggest story coming out of this McMahon thing, in my opinion. Now I get it. You know, he he's a, he's a rich prick. Everyone should know that by now. That's why I made the money. Oh, yeah. that, I made that song about. I got money like I'm Vince McMahon. Fuck a hater. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like that's why I made yep. that song because it's like he is so. I don't want to say untouchable because nobody's untouchable, but you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. he's in that upper echelon of like, he's just got enough money that he can just do what he wants, whether it's right or wrong, whether we approve he's, of it or not. He's got fuck you money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, the bigger story is that one of the producers and he's an executive in the company, uh, sold about a million dollars worth of shares around the time that, the company would have found out before you know you know obviously they knew oh, yeah. about it before the story broke and all of that like they knew the investigation was going on he sold kevin dunn sold apparently this is all hearsay so this has not been proven but he apparently sold like a million dollars worth of stock and that would be technically considered insider trading yeah and he'd be looking at up to 20 years in prison for it so it's yeah. like Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis are going to be known as creepy old pervs who paid a woman off to fuck him. This dude might actually go to jail <laughs> because oh, yeah. he made a real dumb decision. Yep. The whole speaking thing's of, just, Oh, good. I say, uh, speaking of rich white people making stupid decisions, our next topic covers kind of the same ground. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Um, so I saw I saw this and I just screenshotted it and sent it to you. I didn't even look into it because it didn't surprise me in the slightest, right? Oh yeah. Uh, Elon Musk is being sued for manipul manipulating Dogecoin. Yep, and I had a feeling that would happen. I don't know if the case would actually go anywhere because you know investments are inherently risky, regardless. Um, but yeah, I mean the dude came out and like tweet just tweeted Dogecoin. And it went up like 
two thousand percent or some shit. Yeah, dude, I I made like a hundred and something dollars just from oh, yeah. forty bucks. I made like a hundred and ninety dollars just because oh, of yeah. that. So like, yep. and and then I sold out. I was like, I'm out. I don't. I don't. This is too much stress for me. <laughs> oh yeah. And then he went and did that horrible ass Saturday Night Live where he said he had a uh, autism or something, and Doge like tanked after that. Yeah, he he called it like a joke or something like that. Like yeah. He didn't, like he didn't take it seriously, and it just yep. it fucking plummeted. I went to sleep that night. And my Dogecoin was worth three hundred and eighty dollars. And when I woke up the next morning, like six hours later, it was worth a hundred and ninety. Uh, yep. And I was like, "Oh man!" So yeah, that was like I said, I sold out, and I was like, "I'm out, I'm out." That's way too stressful of a drop. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. I I really had just thrown the money in there to see what would happen. You know what I mean? I just kind of just yep. I had an extra forty bucks. So I just tossed it at it because I was working at the time. Now I wish I had that forty. Well, actually. No, because it did make me some money, so kudos on that. But now I'm like, damn, I wish I had forty dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, it's fucking, it's fucking wild. There's been so much shit going on, you know, between the actual news, you know, the January sixth hearings and all of that, this Vince McMahon thing, and then in the wrestling world, you know, uh, Cody Rhodes out with an injury, Randy yeah. Orton out with an injury, CM Punk out with an injury, MJF. There's no telling what the fuck's going on with him in AEW. I don't know if that's a storyline or if he really wants to leave. Like, there's no talent. I, I don't know. Who knows? And then the Sasha Banks thing. So, what do you have? You heard about what's going on with Sasha Banks and Naomi? Like, what happened there? Uh, you told me something about it. Like, they came out, made a very public announcement that they were done with it or something. So, basically, from what I've read, they went into Raw. Um, they didn't like the creative. I won't get into that because that'll bore a bunch of people. Um, but they didn't like the creative, so they left. They just uh, straight they walked out, right? And uh, it's been in the news ever since. People, I feel bad for Naomi because Naomi walked out with Sasha, and no one's been talking about Naomi. People are like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen with Sasha Banks?" Now, personally, Sasha Banks is a great wrestler, but she reminds me of Bret Hart. Oh yeah. And what I mean by that is like, Bret Hart was a fucking amazing wrestler, right? Like one of the best ever. That, in yep. fact, he'll tell you the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. <laughs> but he was very much like into himself and oh, like yeah. always wanted to make sure Brett was coming out on top to the point that there's a story about the locker room where Brett was supposed to take a power bomb from Kevin Nash. And Kevin Nash was like, you know, this is how the finish is supposed to be. And Brett Hart goes, no, that that wouldn't make sense for my character. You know, we're in we're in Canada. You sh- I shouldn't take the power bomb from you. And Undertaker, who apparently is always just kind of calm, collected, chilling, just like the the old wolf in the the locker room. Undertaker just stood up, looked at Bret Hart and went, motherfucker, not everything is about you. You realize that? He goes, y'all's match is building towards making mine and Kevin's match better. Like, it's not about you. Get the fuck over yourself. And I, I feel like I get that same vibe from the things I read and see about Sasha Banks is that she's very much like ego driven. Oh, yeah. But that does not take away from her ring in ring ability because I've seen her put on some of the best goddamn females matches I've ever seen. That being said, walking out on your job, like I can't discredit her because I've absolutely told bosses to go fuck themselves and left, right? Yep. But at the same time, when you're when you're in that type of job with making as much money as you are, 
it might suck and everything, but like, what about your fans? Like, what about the people who oh, are just yeah. like, all of a sudden you're gone and all these little kids who looked up to you, they're like, where's Sasha? And they're like, yeah. oh, well, she just took her ball and went home, basically. Yep. Uh, now, there's a good chance she'll land at AEW, but at the same time, I saw a thing with uh, Tony Khan recently where he was talking about the downfall of WCW. He was like, the problem is, he's like, they were just hiring anybody they thought had talent and paying them a lot of money he's like you can't do that he's like you have to he's like you can't hire everyone you think is a good wrestler so that makes me wonder if maybe AEW is looking to trim the fat a little bit so she could be have walked out on wwe thinking oh you know I, i'll get a spot at AEW, no sweat she could go to AEW and they say eh, we don't have space on the roster for you right now i and, I a thousand percent guarantee you that if she went to AEW, Tony Khan would be like, holy fuck, here's a million dollars because you're because here's here's what he does. Here's what I've noticed. Okay, and I'll rant about the WWE. There's all the shit I hate about that all day. You just got to ask me. But when it comes to AEW, Tony Khan is a fucking mark. He is no different than me and you. If me and you had a billion dollars and we're like, let's start a wrestling company. Oh, yeah. Because what he's doing is he's getting all these people that he loves from the indies and all these people that he liked in WWE and he's paying them all this money to bring them in. But what the fuck is he actually doing with them? Like yeah. there are like two or three angles that they're doing that I really liked. One of them was MJF and Wardlow. And the other thing was anything CM Punk was involved yeah. in. I'm not even a huge CM Punk fan, but that motherfucker is doing good work in AEW. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. All the other stuff. Me and Ryan, my buddy Ryan, who's a referee now, uh, we're talking about this the other day that AEW is becoming WCW. So that's why I laughed. Oh, yeah. Like I was giggling to myself when you said that. Because, like, I'm like, to hear those words come out of Tony Khan's mouth. I'll, when I heard it originally, I was sitting there thinking, like, isn't that kind of what you're doing? Like, you're taking anyone who has any fan base and throwing money at them. Like, if they don't have a WWE contract and they have a fan base, you're throwing money at them to get them on AEW. Yeah, think about it, dude. Christian, uh, yep. Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Bobby Fish, uh, Hell, Dean, I mean, Dean Ambrose, or who's John Moxley now? You know, yeah. CM Punk. Uh, fuck, you got Sting. You got uh, the Giant, like Chris Jericho, Mark Henry. Yeah. We could go on and on and on, bro. All these ex WWE, WCW people that he has, and then to say something like that is just so stupid. Because here's the thing. AEW could have a solid fucking roster if they cut like half of the wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Like there's a good chunk of them. And I'm talking about even fuck the uh oh what are they called? The Young Bucks. I don't like them. Yeah. Right? No, I'm not a huge fan. Like that's not the shit. I don't know. Like when I was younger, I liked the Jeff Hardy stuff, you know, and and now it's like people have taken the Jeff Hardy stuff and taken it to another level. Like oh, the yeah. the stuff that I do in video games I don't want to see that on TV because I don't want to see those people fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, so I don't know. It just, uh, I get worked up over this kind of stuff. So like, I just wish that AEW, cause when they first started, I was super stoked. I'm like, hell yeah, there's something else to watch. This could be cool. And it's kind of, I retweeted a thing today. That's kind of like, they've kind of failed to present the product that they promised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they like when they AEW first started, they said wins and losses are going to matter, right? There's a chick right now who's going to get a shot at the AEW Women's Championship who's like one in thirteen. Yeah. How does how how does how does that make sense for if wins and losses matter? You know, it's just I don't know. 
maybe I'm looking too far into it. And that's a very big possibility, too. I mean, I haven't watched anything wrestling in quite a while, probably since WrestleMania. But, um, yeah, like the stuff I saw in AEW I really liked was like uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I thought they were their fucking whole dynamic was great. Um, the Sting and Darby Allen little like team up that happened a while back. Like I'm a huge Sting fan. I've loved Sting since I was a little kid. That was kind of, Sting and Jim Ross are what made me say, "All right, I want to, I want to watch an AEW and see what this is about." Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, oh. but yes. Yeah, like you said, they're kind of going the WCW route where it's just like grab up anybody that WWE is uh, letting go and let's just try to try to be bigger and better and faster and stronger. And yeah. Yeah. And one of the one of the big issues right now is this thing with MJF where it's like half work, half shoot, where he's talking about, you know, Tony Collins, just a fucking mark. And, oh, that yeah. he, you know, he built he's one of the founding guys been there since the beginning. He's been working his ass off, and he hasn't gotten a contract, ex- uh, like more money. But then he oh, brings yeah. in these guys from WWE and pays them a million dollars. He's like, yeah. and they're just showing up for clarity. He's like, what the fuck? I've been working my ass off for this company, you know. Like yeah. he went, he did a whole big ass promo. It was, it was fantastic. He's one of the best heels in the business right now. Do you know that similar, a very similar thing happened with WCW? Um, you know, Paul White, who was the giant. And then later the big show. I don't know what he's going by now. Um, but when he was a giant at WCW, he said he was making like a hundred grand and been there since the, you know, since really early on, you know, consistent work, you know, putting in 110%. Well, they brought in Goldberg. They paid Goldberg a million dollars. So Paul said he went to Ted and was like, Hey, Ted, why are you paying this guy, you know, 10 times what I'm making? And, you know why why am i not getting more money i'm putting on consistently good matches i'm putting on good shows you know the arcs are great and ted was basically oh we don't have any money to pay you any extra and when you do that to your long time superstars they're gonna get pissed off about it they're gonna go looking for greener pastures. yeah absolutely dude absolutely like the whole thing with cody leaving eight because remember cody was at AEW. he's like i'm never going back to wwe and then bam wrestlemania he's back but to like, one of bl- the biggest pops I've heard in oh, a yeah. long time, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't blame the guy because you got to think Vince probably went to him and said, hey, what, what's Tony paying you? I'll, I'll quadruple it. And, yeah. And, you know, and you're talking about, like you said, AEW is good, but you're talking about, like you said, getting a pop at WrestleMania. That's a that's like a holy grail for a professional wrestler. Yeah. And that crowd was loud as fuck, oh, dude. Yeah. Like. That was such a cool. I get goosebumps thinking about it. Literally, like I have goosebumps in my arms right now. I'm like, it was such a good pop, man. I felt for him, oh, yeah. and the crowd's it's like singing along to that song because they all knew the lyrics to it because it's the same song he used in AEW. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned Jr. <coughs> and I've seen clips where it's like things are happening in the ring, and I can hear it in Jr.'s voice that he just fucking hates watching whatever's going on. Yeah, and he's just commenting on it because he's getting paid to do it, and I feel for him. Because he doesn't have that enthusiasm like he used to. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Dude, there will never be a color team as good as Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. Like, yeah. that color team was the greatest there's ever going to be, I believe. Like, oh, yeah. Taz is good. Um, Pat McAfee, you know, I like listening to them. But, no, like, Je- like going back and watching old matches from, like, the 90s and early early 2000s and hearing those two doing the color – 
just fucking oh there's never gonna be anything better yeah because jr played the really good straight man whereas the king was just always cracking one-liners and shitting on people cracking one-liners yeah being a being a heel you know talking up the heels and all of that shit yeah he was the man they're both yeah legendary probably my favorite commentary team oh yeah like you said taz was really good i really liked taz and michael cole and i also really liked jbl and michael cole yeah. i thought they did a yeah. good job together too um what do we got next on here i'm gonna go ahead and tell everybody this is probably gonna be a shorter episode because yeah. Jer- jeremy's tired and i am really feeling rough but we're i'm doing I'm do- we're doing our best to make power through we're, for we're you powering guys. through for the people <laughs> yeah we, lo- we love you all and that's why <clears throat> so before we get into the uh the topic about youtubers that i have i want to tell this story so a long time ago i dated a girl named laney right and so my buddy Dustin dated her first and I should have known better because she, he ended up getting chlamydia from her. Right. Ah. Um, so like years later she hits me up, she comes over to hang out and I don't remember like one thing led to another and we ended up having sex and then ended up dating and having lots of sex. Um, so she, she leaves my house one day to go back to Jacksonville to go take care of her mom because her mom was really sick, right? So she goes back to Jacksonville. So I'm hanging out at the house with Dustin. Now, Dustin was not cool with me and her being together at first. Like, me and him had to sit down and have a conversation about it, and then everything was fine. So we're sitting, and we're smoking, and I get a phone call. And it's from Lainey's friend. And I can hear Lainey in the background crying or either either crying or fake crying. One of the two, right? I can't, I don't, I can't tell you. But her friend wanted to inform me that while she was in Jacksonville, Lainey was hanging out with her ex and that he proposed to her and she said yes. Oh, Fun stuff. damn. I loved this girl. And now she's just leaving me to get married to somebody else. All right. So I was really upset about that. And uh, so flash forward a few years, she comes to hang out. And I think I think we talked about this kind of last week. She comes over. We're hanging out. One thing leads to another. We're in the bed, and she goes to give me a blowjob, and I just told her to watch her teeth. And she, oh, yeah. said, she said, don't worry about that. Took her teeth out, right? <laughs> so that's this girl. So I was like, oh, shit. So we did it that night. Uh, then she ended up like getting with a girl and dating a girl, and I, I hadn't talked to her since. She ended up blocking me on Facebook for some reason, probably because I'm a liberal asshole or something. Who knows? Hmm. Um, so I get, I get a friend of mine. Uh, who made a Facebook and I saw it and I immediately knew, okay, there's trouble in paradise because he got rid of his Facebook because he was in a quote unquote happy relationship. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, so he starts talking about how his girl and I won't go into their names cause this is, you know, more private stuff for them. But like, so he, his girl ended up leaving him and fucked his brother according to him. Now, according to his mom, he's on drugs, made death threats to the girl and the girl's staying with her to be safe, and his brother just happens to live there, and he's saying that they're fucking just because they live under the same roof, right? So there's a whole yeah. bunch of drama. Welcome to Florida, like I always say. So he starts posting about this girl who's making him happy and keeping him level-headed through all of this, yada, yada, yada. And I see him tag the name Lainey, but it's grayed out, right? So yeah. I commented, I commented, because I'm an asshole, I commented, I said, oh, I guess she's got me blocked, LOL. And he writes me back, you want me to find out why she's got you blocked? And I wrote back, no, nah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, fuck that girl. Um, 
so today he posted pictures of her of them like they were at St. Augustine Beach or whatever. And this is this is the main thing. Who the fuck thinks it's a good idea to hold your phone up? You know, I get the hold your phone up and have a kiss and it's all cute, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but yeah. they held their phone up and kissed and then kissed and then started tonguing each other. And they were just recording it and he posted it as a Facebook story and I'm like, "Ew, bro. Like I don't want to fucking yeah, see that." Like my dick's been there. Like <laughs> like uh but I'm just Oh, uh, I I mess I did message him and I said, "Bro, I just want to let you know." I said, and then I'm just doing this out of the love of my heart. Be careful with Laney. She literally left me by getting married. So, <laughs> and he goes, "Don't worry, man. My guard is completely up. I got all my walls up. All good. But I appreciate you checking on me." I'm like, "Yeah, man. No worries." And then I see videos like that, and I'm like, "Motherfucker, your walls ain't up unless nah. you. I think I think it's your dick that's up." <laughs> <laughs> but hey, more more power to him if if it's gonna help him through whatever situation i just hope he's not on coke because it seems like everybody around here is on coke and that shit has ruined people that i know personally so i just hope that that's not what he's doing because when his mom mentioned that he chose drugs over his family i was like well i know he's a stoner and pot doesn't make that pot doesn't make people do that which makes me think it's either pills or cocaine that's the big things around here because he doesn't look like a meth head you can you can pick a meth head out of a crowd oh yeah nine (laughs) times out of ten yeah uh, Did I ever tell you the story about the steak and shake waitress? Uh, it rings a bell, but please tell it again. I may have told it on the show. I'm not sure. Um, Fuck it. We so have terrible I, memories. When I, <laughs> I was either with my now ex-wife or we were dating before we got married, but we went to steak and shake and super cute waitress, really nice, you know, really good at her job, you know? So like we finished and I'm like, I'm gonna give her a, a nice tip. So my wife went outside and I'm like, I went to go find her because I like to hand tips to the wait staff that worked with us because when I was like 11, 12 years old, my family used to go to this Chinese buffet uh, every Sunday after church. And like we had this really good waitress one day. My dad leaves her like a 10 or $20 tip. We were sitting in one of the booths by the window. We go outside getting in the truck and my dad goes to get in, stops and was like, what the fuck? Went back inside. He he watched the dude walk by our table, look down at the money he left as a tip for the wait, waitress, grab it and stick it in his pocket and walk out and leave. So he went back in and was like, look, I left you a tip. This dude stole it. This is all the cash I have. But here, I want to make sure. So like ever since, I always try to hand the tip to the yeah. waiter or waitress instead of leaving it on the table. Anyways, like so I go find her. I see her. And I'm like, oh, hey, you, you did a really good job. I wanted to make sure you got your tip. I handed it to her. She's like, oh, thank you. And smiles and just like fucking the worst meth mouth I think I've ever seen. And like I said, she was a pretty like well put together, pretty attractive looking girl. And she smiled. I was just like, like I tried my best not to make a visual reaction to it. Yeah. I was like, have a good day. I walked outside and I was like, oh, my God. My, uh, Michelle was like, what? I was like, our waitress. Like she's a fucking meth addict. She's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "She smiled and like all her teeth were all fucked up and like ground down and shit." <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's a possibility. I mean, I do know some people who just have bad teeth. Like I don't like my teeth aren't great. Like, but but I sometimes mean, you can kind of tell. I know people who have bad teeth, but no, you like meth addicts. They get like that thick build up in between their teeth, teeth and yeah. all that shit. Like it was just all of that. Like. Uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, just uh, meth mouth, like 
textbook. Which, like I said, she's a super sweet girl. She didn't do anything wrong by me. It just, it was like I got fucking, somebody punched me in the chest with a quick jab when she smiled. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh, a, uh, a topic we don't have written down, but I meant to ask you. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite, like, uh, sitcom that got canceled that you feel like it got canceled too early? Uh, there's been a handful of them for sure. Um, the best one was called, uh, fuck, let me look it up. Um, go ahead and do one if you have one. Yeah, Cause well, I have to make sure I get the title right. What's what spawns this in my memory was specifically one show. It was called son of the beach. Right. And yeah. it was, it was produced by Howard Stern to give you the type of humor that it was. Um, absolutely fucking hilarious show. Almost everything in that show was double entendre. Oh, yeah. Um, like some of the characters, uh, was Anita, like the ma- the mayor was Anita Massengill. Um, there was Jamaica St. Croix. There was a uh, BJ, BJ Cummings. Oh yeah. But the one, the one character, that's probably the reason the show got canceled. <laughs> His <laughs> name was Chip Rommel and oh. he was a big buff German lifeguard. It was a, the show was a spoof on Baywatch, right? It was like, oh, yeah. uh, the, the David Hasselhoff character was Timothy Stack as Notch Johnson and just <laughs> hilarious dude. But Chip Rommel, of course, Rommel, we all know, you know, that name from world war two history. There's a scene where he gives this girl a ring and she goes, Oh my God, this ring, it's beautiful. And he went, yeah, I thought so too. My grandfather is from his collection. He collected jewelry during the war. Like, oh my <laughs> Jesus God. Christ. But yeah, it was that's a little like bad. That kind of humor, like. But there was also oh, yeah. like the the episode where Notch, like this girl, washes up on shore and she's uh, Cambodian, and Notch is just like, "Don't worry, everyone. I speak fluent, you know, Cantonese or Cambodian or whatever you know, that language yeah. is. I can't remember." And she speaks for like six or seven seconds, and then he's like, "Okay, I think I got the gist of it." She's from a village, and he gives like this five minute spiel from like this little <laughs> five seconds that she gives to him. And then later on in that episode, this like sea creature washes up and he goes, not only am I fluent in Cambodian, I also speak whale. And he walks over to it and just starts going. And it starts having a conversation with this sea creature. It's fucking tremendous. The show was stupid as fuck, but it was great. And uh, it made it two seasons and got canceled. (laughs) So the one I remember, like my top one that I was really upset when they discontinued it. It was called, I'm not okay with this. It was a Netflix show about like a teenage girl, kind of an outcast. Um, but she realizes she has uh superpowers. It's like, she kind of has like telekinetic, like she can explode shit, I think, or move shit, something like that. But like, it was only seven episodes. It's like, it really kind of starts ramping up in the last couple of episodes ends on a cliffhanger and then Netflix cancels it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I want to know what happens. And uh, I feel like Netflix has a bad habit of that. There's Netflix is terrible. Shows. Like the daredevil and Punisher and shit, um, which it's understood why that happened. It still suck though. Um, there's a new one from a comic book called raising Dion. They got two seasons and it got canceled recently. Yeah. Netflix is bad for just, making shows and canceling them yeah there was the they had the show about the werewolves that i remember people got pissed off because they didn't get a final season or whatever yeah i wish i could remember the name of it though 
But I never watched it though because apparently, yeah, it just ends and you don't get real closure from it. So yeah, anime is really bad for that too. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like I, you know, I'm a I like anime and I've watched a good bit of it, but I'm not like entranced in the world. So there's a lot I don't know about it. Yeah, but I can see that that absolutely is a thing. There was one I really liked, and it only got like one season. It was uh, The Devil is a Part-Timer. Basically, there's a whole like heaven and hell scenario. The devil comes to Earth to take try to take over the world, but he gets a job as like a fry cook at McDonald's, basically. <laughs> and then he basically just starts living, because his, his plan is like, become a fry cook, work your way up through management into corporate, work your way up the corporate ladder, and you know, seize control, like become CEO and then use that as a jumping board to take over the world. But then he's like basically a teenager, early twenties, Japanese guy, you know, good looking guy. So he's got these girls like fawning over him and, you know, stereotypical anime stuff, but it was really good. But yeah, it just gets, it just gets cut after the first season. I read a good bit of the manga and it was, it kept going pretty good, but yeah, just, typical anime where it gets a season and that's it yeah or they'll do like the ova they'll give it like a movie you know what i mean and then yeah. like, that's it and you're like oh yeah. come on you could have fleshed out a little more than that this thing's got seven thousand chapters in the manga yep <laughs> um so i don't know if you watch youtube as much as i do um sometimes yeah i watch youtube daily i am becoming less and less tolerant of pretentious youtubers like so i'm watching through there there's two that jump out to me specifically one was a guy i used to watch called beat em ups woodhawker yeah. right he puts out good content but he's also one of those guys who makes very clickbaity thumbnails oh yeah and then like when he lost his partnership with nintendo it was just like okay let's just i don't even know how to describe it like he just cha- something changed and he just became way more pretentious and he seems into himself now this could be that could have been a phase like i haven't checked him out recently so it might have he might have like chilled out a bit yeah cuz i really did i really do like a lot of his content it's just the the clickbaity thumbnails and his attitude sometimes really would get to me and there's this other guy i've been watching it's Josh Strife Hayes right he does stuff about MMOs and he has a series that I've been watching called Worst MMO Ever, yeah. where he goes in and he plays these games and he talks about the things that are good or the things that are really bad about them. It just depends. Uh, most of the time, it's very bad. But there are times that he is complaining about the smallest fucking things or just like being like maybe he's not complaining, but the way he is saying it makes you like, oh, they're doing this <laughs> kind of, yeah. you know like today he was like why do they have so many choices for you to edit the way your frog's face looks in this game and i'm like are you really fucking complaining about character creation customization yeah. options you what have the fuck? too many options like get the fuck out of here all right come on like that's what makes making your character unique is having those options to tweak things to make them look a certain way you know yep. and but then other other stuff where he'll just he'll be complaining about oh, this, you know, this game looks dated. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, it was made by a team of 10 people. Like, what what do you expect? Like, some of these games... But then, some of the games he shits on, and they absolutely deserve it because they're cash shop farmers type oh, games. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
But there's just certain games that he's covered that I'm like, I don't think that the, these games deserve the hate that he's giving them. Like, <clears throat> he has a whole video shitting on Shroud of the Avatar. Uh-huh. And that's a game that I play. And while it's not the greatest game in the world, like, it's a blast. It's like a spiritual sequel to Ultima Online. So, like, if anything you want to do and raise skills, you have to go and do it. But there's no classes. Uh-huh. Like, you can just be what you want to be. And uh, fun story. I'm playing Shroud of the Avatar last night. And I'm running on the world map, and this dude comes right. The first player I had seen in months, first actual player, comes riding by me on a horse, and he stops. And he turns around, and he comes riding up to me, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm about to get PK'd. And he sends me a whisper, and he goes, hey, man, do you have a horse? And I was like, nah, I don't have a mount or anything. I've just been running around. And he goes, well, they're really expensive and hard to get uh, until you're higher level, so I'm going to go catch you one, and I'll mail it to you. Nice. And he adds me a friend request. And then I was like, oh, dude, thank you. So we were sitting there talking. Uh, and yeah, he sent me a horse and a sword. And he and he just writes me and he says, uh, I really love this game. So anytime I see new players, I try to help them out to get people to you know keep playing. He goes, uh, yeah. because I know how hard it is in the beginning of the game, how long it takes to get from place to place. And these horses make things so much quicker. And they did. Oh, my God. Is that horse so much faster than I was running around? Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just like little things like that or why I love MMOs. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. you have little moments like that. Now that guy could have easily walked up to me and been like, noob and killed me. Yep. But shroud of the avatar is not the style of game where those type of people play that. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah, if I were higher level and I ran into some PVP type stuff, that'd be different. But like, I have not ran into anybody and granted I've ran into like five people since I've started playing this game in December. If that tells you <laughs> how popular the game is, it's not very popular, oh, but yeah everyone's been super chill and it's so nice compared to world of warcraft or final fantasy 14 where like yeah you get your really good groups of people but there are a plethora of assholes because they're big popular games that are filled i don't know that's just my rant i hate assholes (laughs) pretentious assholes there's there's youtubers i don't like i can't think of any like pretentious ones off the bat but i did show a buddy of mine recently uh there's like compilation videos of streamers who are like Like, this one chick, I remember going the fuck off because she's like, this is bullshit because I have, like, 10,000 people watching me right now, but none of you are fucking subscribing. Like, if all of you just sent me a dollar a month, like, that would be $10,000 a month. What? You don't have a fucking dollar? Like, you can't just spare a dollar by, like, just going off because people aren't sending her money for watching her streams. And I'm like, dude, fuck these people. Like, if I want to donate to you cool yeah you know patreons whatever if it's something i want even mobile games if it's a game i enjoy and there's something i can pay for that i want i'm like okay a dollar whatever but no dude to be so fucking pretentious that you're like y'all are watching me you need to be giving me money like no get the fuck out of here like i would have just turned her fucking channel off and unsubscribed from or unfollowed it or whatever yeah like i'm part of a patreon for matt barton and his matt chat uh youtube shows and he'll he'll mention at the end he'll be like and he goes you know if you'd like to support the channel and i know there's a few of you out there watching who probably don't he goes you can check us out at patreon he's not like i make this fucking content for you send me fucking money like come on man dude there was like so many on this one compilation video i showed my buddy just sitting there like bitching at the people watching the stream because they're not sending money 
Like, cause you know, you can do the little like donation things during streams. And like yeah. one dude's like, he's like, if I don't get a donation in the next five minutes, I'm just turning this stream off and I'm not going to do it anymore. Cause I'm getting sick of doing this every day and people just aren't fucking sending me money for it. And it's like, dude, you're doing this shit for the wrong fucking reason. Yeah. Like, and people can tell. I would have just fucking been like, hey, everybody just spam his fucking comment section with laugh emojis. <laughs> there was a uh, there was a website that I discovered through Tadpog uh, Discord. Tad, shout out Tadpog, Tyler and Dave play old games. Um, they, uh, I think it was Grim, was like, check this site out, and it was called PlexStorm. Yeah. Now, PlexStorm was a camming site, except you had to be playing video games. Yeah. Uh. So, like, you'd get people streaming, like, an MMO or whatever, and it'd usually be, like, a dude sitting there naked playing video games. But you'd get a couple girls, right? And there was this, two girls that stick out to me. One of the girls had an enormous bush, and she was playing, like, solitaire. And she was complaining that she was having to play a game in order to stream on this site. And I'm like, there are so many other sites you could stream on. Like, like so there's X Hamster, there's Pornhub, there's Red Tube, there's all kinds of fucking places you can stream and not, not play that. a video game. There's fucking Naked.com, there's uh, Camster, I think it's called Camster, there's, uh, not Chatterbait, there's another one that I can't, th- My Free Cams, like there's all kinds of camming sites, yeah. like, not, it's not that we ever look at this stuff, we just read about it at the library this one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't beat my dick off to any of these, no. Yeah. Yeah, we um, don't we don't masturbate at all. Oh no, God, we're we're good boys. No, that 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 towel by my bed is for blowing my nose. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, like it, it just blows my mind. <laughs> I'm like, why are you on this fucking site? The, the other girl, it, the other girl was another one that complained about having to play video games, but she was actually kind of hot. But yeah, at least I think I might be thinking of it something different. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um. Let's uh, let's move on to the the community questions, my good sir. Uh, you got to do oh, actually, song I'm sorry. Of the week first. Yeah, I read yeah. right over that. My God, um, I do have, I do have one last topic I want to bring up. It'll be short. Um, yeah, I just happened to look at my phone and I had a Google alert. Apparently, there was a North Carolina pizza chain that had a locations in a few different towns who are being investigated by the Department of Labor because they paid their employees as little as a dollar nineteen an hour. Wow. Apparently apparently the DOL's investigation says there was a total of two hundred and seventy six thousand forty eight dollars in back wages owed to affected <laughs> workers. Jesus like, Christ. I cannot imagine going to work, especially in like a restaurant where you're that's you're most likely gonna get fucking shitty customers. For a fucking dollar nineteen an hour. Like imagine working an eight hour shift and getting ten bucks for it. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> fuck fuck the fuck out of here. I don't want to make ten dollars for one hour. I want exactly. more than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. And the fact that they think they they could get away with that kind of thing is just Oh yeah. Insane. So yeah, song of the week. Sorry, I'm very much uh scatterbrained today. Um so I was listening to the lyrics uh, to this song of my song of the week. Uh, it's by a band. It's an '80s band called the Information Society. Oh yeah. Um, it, you okay? So the song that you probably know. Have you ever heard of them? It sounds familiar, yep. but I'm terrible with band names and stuff. That's what everyone fucking says when I bring up Information Society. So they did that one song. that's like, uh, I want to know what you're feeling. There was something. 
things you can't hide. It's, oh, it's yeah. an old, old 80s song. Like, so, but they have a song called Walking Away. And I, I think you should listen to it for like things that you've been dealing with recently. Oh, yeah. I think you should. Uh, it reminded me very much of where my mindset was at when me and my ex split and how uh, I kind of started to realize like how shitty she was and I was just blind to it, that kind of thing. And that's what that song is kind of about, is about walking away from things in your past and kind of leaving it behind you. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's really good. Information Society, Walking Away. Yeah, I might have to listen to that one on the way home tonight. So my song for the week is an oldie but a goodie. Um, we've all heard it, but I guarantee you a lot of people are not going to know it by name. It is Glory Box by Portishead. I always hear the song used in 80s-themed shows and stuff. I know you've heard it. I don't know if you recognize it by name. I don't. I, I recognize the uh, the band name because my ex Savannah was really into Portishead. But I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of how it goes. Um, let's see. I'll look it up real quick. A glory box is like one of those things. It's like the dick in the box thing, right? You put your dick in there and you open it up. And you're like, that's oh, a, that's a dick in a box. <laughs> it's my dick in a box. It's that song <laughs> where it's like, give me a reason to love you. Know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So that that's Portishead, really? Yeah. It's Portishead. It's yeah, Glory Box. Look it up. It's oh, it's such a fucking classic song. But it's one of those like uh what's it, Bound to the Floor by Local H that everybody knows but nobody recognizes it when you say it by name. Yeah. Yeah. That's like uh the Brown Hill gang. So we're sitting uh quick story, we're sitting at the dinner table one night, my dad was three sheets to the wind, right? And uh I started singing Smoking in the Boys' Room. Smoking oh, yeah. in the Boys' Room. And he goes, nice, man, Alice Cooper. And I went, no, it's not. <laughs> and he goes, yes, it is. I said, dude, no, it's the Brown Hill Gang. He goes, no, that's fucking Alice Cooper. I said, you want to bet? And he goes, yes, I do. I said, $5. He goes, you're on. <laughs> Looked it up. It's the Brown Hill Gang. So, yeah. flash forward, not even a week. We're sitting, <laughs> we're sitting at the <laughs> dinner table. And I just thought about that, and it made me laugh. So I started singing "Smoking in the Boys' Room." And my dad goes, "Nice man, Alice Cooper." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, "No, it's not. It's the Brown Hill Gang." No, it's Alice Cooper. You want to bet? Yes, I do. Five dollars. Okay, I got another five dollars off of him. And nice. when he did that, I pulled out the five dollars from the last time and set it down next to him. I said, "See, this, this is the five dollars that I won on you three days ago from this same bet. Maybe you should <laughs> cut back on the whiskey a little bit. <laughs> rum. Excuse me, it was rum." <laughs> so so do you know bound to the Fl- bound for the floor by local h it doesn't ring my a bell. name it's that song it's like and you just don't get it keep it copacetic yeah everybody knows the song but if i say hey bound for the floor by local h i'm like what is that and then you play and they oh that song yeah we we should do a whole episode of oh that song. Oh, that and, song. And see, like, how many we could come up with and just be like, we talk about it. And then, oh, man, that would be a fun thing to do with the listeners. But I don't know how we'd set that up. Yeah, that'd be tough. Or they could, or listeners, hear me out. In our Discord, which uh, in our Discord channel, in the Steam Machine Discord, bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, all capital letters, um, or on Twitter or on Facebook. We'll cover all those links later. Um, send us the name of a band and a song that we might not recognize by name, but we will absolutely recognize when we hear it. And I'll try to make some magic to where like 
me and Jeremy can listen to it and then I'll edit it into the episode after we talk about it to get our clip of it so people will be like, oh, that fucking song. And yeah. that, that could be the name of the segment. Oh, that fucking song, but you got to snap your finger. <laughs> that song. But we can't play more than 14 seconds of it or we'll get sued. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, I think it's, is it? I thought it was 30. No, 30 15, seconds? 15 seconds you can play without copyright. So... All right. Well, yeah. There you go. I'll uh, figure something out. I don't. That. Let me tell you something. We're not popular enough for that shit to matter yet. <laughs> uh you don't. You don't know how my luck works. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I've ended uh, many a uh, uh, steam machine podcast with just random songs, um, and then I do whole steam machine Patreon episodes of music, which I don't. I'm sure that's not legal, but whatever. I uh, own the music, it probably so. falls under some kind of journalism thing, so fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, Marky. Fuck it. Uh, yes. Um, community. Also, I want to say for my for my sake, sir. Uh, putting the songs of the week in the notes very fucking helpful for me. Yeah. Later when I'm going to post show notes, I don't have to message you and be like, "Uh, what was our songs again?" Um. Well, I do that shit all the time because I'm like. <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll hear a song. I'm like, oh, this is going to be my song of the week. And by the time weekend comes around, I'm like, what song was it? And I just pull my Spotify out and look for some random shit. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, now I can just be like, jot it down and I'll remember it. Yeah, luckily, this Information Society thing happened to me within the past couple of days because, yeah, I'll be like, man, I'm listening to a song. Like, man, this is going to be my song of the week. Oh, and yeah. then when it rolls around and you ask me, all right, what's your song of the week? I'll be like, uh, and then I'll just pull one from my head. It doesn't even matter yep. what it is, you know? Yep. All right, let's do it. For anyone who thought we were professional, we're we're getting there. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do some community questions, and then we're going to roll up out of here, and I'm going to roll my ass into bed. Um, Kana would like to know. We have two questions from Kana this week. Um, do you think the partners of a voice actor get asked to do voices during sex? Like, Do you think their partners ask them? And I got to say, I fucking love this question. Like, kind of kudos. This was a fucking great question. And I discussed this with a buddy of mine when, when it was asked. I feel like it depends on who it is. Because, like, say you're banging the chick who voiced Jessica Rabbit. And she's doing the fucking Jessica Rabbit voice, right? That probably would be pretty fucking sexy. But what if you're nailing Veronica Taylor, who was the voice of Ash Ketchum, you pull your dick out you go to come in her mouth and she says gotta catch them all in the ash catch them voice <laughs> like <laughs> that could that could fuck you up give you a little bit of ptsd or something so i <laughs> use <laughs> a girl laying there and seth mcfarland's nailing it just going fuck it fuck it mike judge is railing some chick goes to come he's like bobby <laughs> I'm, I mean, Peggy. <laughs> Ooh, <buh. laughs> I'm about to boom power. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I would absolutely, if I was fucking Patrick Warburton, I'd be like, dude, talk to me like putty. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. I'll even paint my face. I'm a face painter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> After he comes, yeah, high five. <laughs> Oh God, I love. I would say like uh, Yardley Smith, who does Lisa Simpson's voice, but that's kind of just her voice. So (laughs) that's like, uh, oh God, is it Kristen Shaw who does uh, 
the little girl on Bob's Burgers. Louise. Like, Louise. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Kristen Shaw. That's her. That's her voice. That's her voice. Yeah. That's <laughs> like Gene. That's that guy's voice. That's how he sounds when he yep. talks. <laughs> Eugene Merman, I think, is his name. The funny thing about that show is Tina is voiced by a man. And I'm pretty sure Linda's voiced by a man too. L- Linda's a dude. Yeah. What's funny about Tina is Tina was actually supposed to be a boy and they had already cast a guy to do the voice and they decided to make it a girl. And he was like, what if I just do this voice? And they were like, cool, we'll keep you on. Yeah. Tina's deadpan voice is opposite. Oh, uh, yeah, I really like that. I do. Bob's Burgers is tremendous. Tina, Tina, stop that. I, Dude, I love it. Oh, go ahead. Voice acting would be such a cool job. I feel like. I would. That's my main goal in life. I would love to be a voice actor. Like, I, love I don't doing feel voices. like I have the voice for it, but I think it'd be a cool ass job to do. I like doing all kinds of voices and things that are out there, and maybe go forth. I don't want to go forth. <laughs> I want to stay at home and bake a bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Those are just random things. I'm I'm stoned and don't feel good. But you know what I'm saying. Like I love doing oh, yeah. voices. That was one but thing yeah. I got uh, credited for when I was DMing a D&D campaign is that my, my buddy who was a DM, was, he was our normal DM, he goes, I'm really impressed that you gave all the NPCs different voices and would remember what their voices sounded like. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, man, it's just it's just something I like to do. Um, About Bob's Burgers, though, the guy that does Linda's voice, I watched a, like him, do. they were doing like a script read or something. Oh, yeah. And when it was his turn to read... Like he leaned forward, like crossed his legs and like leaned forward and did the thing. Like, I don't know how to describe it, how some girls sit sometimes when they're talking, like they're looking at their fingernails. Yeah. But he was holding the script and it was like he was getting into character for Linda. Yeah. <laughs> and he started reading it and I was like, it's fucking tremendous. The, but my, my favorite moment like that was it was an inside the actor studio with the cast of Family Guy. Oh yeah, and James Lipton. If you all know inside the actor studio, James Lipton is such a serious dude who will crack a joke, but he will not crack a smile. It's like the most deadpan, dry humor. But he's he, he was a really good host. I think he's dead now. R.I.P. Um, but the cast of family. He asked Seth MacFarlane, "Who is your favorite character that you don't voice?" And Seth MacFarlane goes, "Oh man, that's a that's a hard question. I'd have to say uh, probably Bruce." which is the gay yeah. guy and the dude yeah. who does his voice just goes oh you know my name <laughs> <laughs> and it was just comedic that was fucking perfect timing and i fucking oh, yeah. died laughing it was so damn funny but uh yeah uh, vo- voice acting there are techniques that blow my mind like the guy who would do spongebob when he would do the laugh yeah when he would go bah, and then shake his finger on his throat yeah. and bah, and give it that thing i'm like how did he figure out that that's that's gonna be the laugh. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you come up with? It, it blows my mind. I want to pick these people's brains. I can't pick his. He's dead. There's but. uh on uh, Metalocalypse, uh, the guy. Oh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. What's oh, the like, base? What's the basis? William Murderface. Yeah, Murderface. Yeah. He he got that voice by stuffing paper towels in his cheeks. Yeah, so he, he put paper towels in his cheeks to give himself that like that really weird lispy voice. Luckily, I have fat cheeks. So it's kind of easy for me to do that. I used to love murder face when you'd be like, hey, can't you just have a good day today? Can you do that for me? Can you just have a good day? Like, I fucking loved Metalocalypse, dude. Dude, imagine imagine getting bowled by the dude who does uh, Dr. Roxo. <laughs> I 
I'm Dr. Roxo. I'm fucking your ass. I love cocaine. <laughs> Maybe after this, we'll do some rails of cocaine. Uh, fuck, yeah, dude. That shit was so good. Dude, there was a YouTube clip. I wonder if it's still up. How I learned how to play. So I can play uh, Duncan Hill's coffee jingle. Yeah. And that little solo that's really sweet. Like, I know how to play that. And it's because there was a guitar playthrough animated of Squizgar. Uh. Yeah, t- teaching you how to that, play that yeah. song, and it was like, and it worked. And the thing was, is they animated his fingers doing the right frets and everything. I was oh, like yeah. so impressed by it, and it's such a cool little solo. And it's just it's used like Stubby's guitars, gods like Squisgar. You learns to play this, and I'm sorry if I throws up. I am spits hungovers, but let's <laughs> get through this. I feel like they clipped that in one of the episodes. He's like, so the way you do it is this, and he's like. Like just full speed. And he's yeah. like, okay, I'll show you one more time. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Uh they they played off of it in that episode where they is here, here's some acoustics. And they're like, this is grandpa's guitars. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's acoustic. Come on, like play some acoustic music. And they just start shredding on the acoustic. Yep. And he's like, No, 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 like this. And he plays <laughs> some chords and then they just start shredding again. <laughs> They fucking tied center blocks to their hands to slow them down. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. That's another show. That's a, that, that's a perfect example of a show that got canceled with no. That he was like, can I at least do a movie to yeah. wrap up the story? They're like, no, no. Metalocalypse uh, is over. And we're like, I'm like, what the fuck? That was one of the best shows on Adult Swim. Adult Swim kind of did that because they did the same thing with Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They kind of did that. They were just like, eh, fuck these shows. We don't want to do this anymore. We're gonna we're gonna give Tim and Eric. 17 shows and it's just going to be the tim and eric power hour which tim and eric's not even that funny to me i mean it's all right no. but it's, it's it's awkward comedy which doesn't the, always get over with the me. only tim and eric i really liked was the uh what's it called tom goes to the mayor the the weird animated one where it was like yeah hand drawn like looked like it was hand drawn on paper like that one was good and the skits they would do with john c Riley. Like yeah, those were pretty yeah. funny. That th- what was it? Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job or whatever. Yeah, that was serviceable. But most of the other shit, I just never could get into. Yeah, and and what bums me out is that a lot of their stuff's not animation, and Adult Swim was all yeah. about adult animation. Yep. But then again, look at Cartoon Network. It's called yeah. Cartoon Network, and they'll show live action shows and stuff. It's like motherfucker, yep. you're called Cartoon Network. It's like MTV showing reality shows, yeah. music, television. Speaking of Cartoon Network, you know it's an underrated show. Do you ever watch Chowder? Fucking that Chowder was familiar. great. Chowder was great. Like that show is it's a kid's show, but it's fucking underrated, dude. It had a uh, fuck. The guy that voices Bender, John DiMaggio. Yeah. He was the he was the fucking rock monster in Chowder that just went rabble, 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 rabble. <laughs> Like, that's all he ever said in the show. There's, like, one episode where, like, I think they got high or something, you know, the kid version of high, and he actually spoke in a normal voice. <laughs> but, like, other than that, he just said rabble, rabble, rabble all the time. That's my, one of my favorite parts of South Park, when the crowds oh, yeah. when the crowds are all freaking out. They're all just saying, rabble, 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 rabble. Yeah, the, yeah, the mayor comes out. She's like, I understand everyone's concern, but standing outside of my office shouting rabble, rabble is not doing anything. <laughs> Oh man, we we were talking about me and my dad were talking about that the other day. That like, there are certain shows that you couldn't get away with anymore. Oh yeah, unless you're South Park. Yep. Like South, South Park, Park or Family Guy. 
South Park does some of the hein- most heinous shit, and they never like no one tries to cancel them. They had that whole season where their whole thing was hashtag cancel South Park. Yeah, and they were just trying to see if they could get canceled, and it didn't happen because the everyone only was like, time they oh. ever got blowback like significant was the Muhammad thing, and apparently yeah. Comedy Central pulled that at the last second, like literally as it was airing, they were like, nope, censor it. And said, because Matt and Trey were like, if you censor this episode, we're no, we'll never do another episode again. But do now that they're going to fucking Paramount Plus, I think you're going to see it ramp up even worse, man. I need to, I need to resub to that or find somebody who loves me enough to let me use theirs. Cause there's, I want to, I, I haven't seen part two of the COVID thing. Oh, it was fucking great. I watched it the other day. And I've only seen part one, and it was so good. I want to see how that wrapped up. <laughs> that, and then they have a new one called uh, Streaming Wars. That's fucking hilarious. Dude, yeah. Everybody starts calling Randy Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's the funniest shit. Like, uh, he, was yeah. calling to compl- he was calling the police to complain about something. And one of the cops came into that detective that's, like, the head of the police now. And he's like, Karen's on the phone, and the detective's like, ah. Oh. He's like, he hits the speaker. He's like, what do you want, Karen? And Randy's like, stop calling me Karen. I found out what that means. It's very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just the funniest shit, man. They, oh I don't know how they keep fucking digging gold out of that well, but. I'll, I'll find a way to watch it one way or another. Oh, yeah. uh, that's tremendous. I mean, All the right. good thing about Paramount Plus, it's only five bucks a month. It's probably the most reasonable streaming service out there. Yeah, I, I can swing five bucks. I thought it would like, be more like, like that. That's the one with commercials. It's more without commercials, but I was like, fuck it. I'm broke, but I want Paramount Plus. So five bucks a month. I, yeah. I can watch some commercials. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think with my, my browser that I use, I use Brave Browser. Yeah. It has a built in ad skip. So, like, the only thing it doesn't work on is Peacock uh, so far, but it skips ads on YouTube and it skips ads on everything else. So, nice. maybe. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, the second question from Kana, uh, thoughts on cosplayers doing OnlyFans, but it's not nude. Uh, Kana personally doesn't get it, but to each their own. So I commented on this when this question was asked too. I have a lot of opinions about cosplayers. Uh, specifically for this, I don't understand anybody paying for OnlyFans that yeah you're not getting like explicit content from. Because these cosplayers dressing provocatively, you can literally go on Google and type in provocative Catwoman cosplay and see 30,000 pictures of chicks in, you know, skimpy Catwoman outfits. Yeah. Um, that being said, like, I don't understand OnlyFans with, with the exception of if somebody I personally knew but, like, wasn't able to hook up with had an OnlyFans, I might would sign up for a month just to see what they look like naked. Done that, that would be the ex- more than a few times. Sir. That would be the extent <laughs> of my OnlyFans like experience. Um, now, for cosplayers in general, I don't mind cosplayers. You know, if it's you just like making costumes, you like dressing up, you like going to conventions, stuff like that. I don't like the cosplayers who are full of themselves to the point that like, they want you to pay to take pictures with them or they expect to get like free tickets and hotel rooms for conventions and shit. Like, dude, no, like get over yourself. You're not a famous person. You're somebody who has a little bit of talent that can make a costume and you or, like, or you have a lot of money and can buy a good costume that too. So like, yeah, like 
I just don't get it. I remember seeing an email from some big convention where a cosplayer was like, I have 3,000 followers on Instagram or some shit. I want you to fly me out, give me a hotel room, free tickets, and per diem. And the guy was like, are we related? Like, I'm not paying you to come to my show. He said, if you can sell X amount of tickets... I'll give you a free ticket for the show, but that's all I'm paying for. And the, the person was like offended that this part, that this convention runner would not fly them out, put them up in a hotel room and give them money to spend every day because they were a cosplayer with a few thousand followers on Instagram. Well, not only that, dude, a few thousand followers on Instagram is a drop in the goddamn bucket. Yeah, dude, if, you, if you're a chick with a decent rack and a nice low cut bikini, you can get 10,000 followers on Instagram really fucking easy. Like there's some thirsty motherfuckers on Instagram. Dude, I could put my titties in a bikini and just put a picture of my cleavage up and get a good amount of followers. Sounds like another social experiment for you to do. Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Ooh, not a bad idea at all. We'll, we'll see. I don't own a bra, though, but I know uh, plenty of girls, so I'm sure I could find one. Go to the fucking Goodwill, get one of those sketchy-ass bras up there. <laughs> Got a fucking curious stain on it. <laughs> get, get fucking nipple herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Got the, got the nip herps. It's like, Dalton, I've got good news and bad news. The good news is we're naming a disease after you. <laughs> the bad news is we need pictures of your man breasts for this medical yeah. science book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like that, that episode of uh, King of the Hill where he goes into the art museum and the guy made the art picture out of the shit out clog his in his colon. colon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as far as I, so there's one OnlyFans profile that I followed a while back and I still follow it cause it was free. It's a chick who does cosplay and she'll post provocative photo sets that you can buy. I don't ever buy them, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't get it, but I mean, like you said, kind of to each their own, like if there's people who are into that, they're into that. That's not what I'm into. You know? oh, yeah. I'm into some weird shit. So I don't, I don't, I try not to judge anybody <laughs> by what they're into sexually. Uh, but all right. Uh, Cody has a question. Uh, should cursive still be taught in schools or at least how to read it? I want to say yes. At the very least, you should learn how to sign your fucking name. Cause I've had some like 20 somethings come in my store that don't know how to sign their name. So like, yeah, I feel like probably, but at the same time, like it's, it's a little, it's a little outdated. Like, I don't think people like I write in cursive when I don't give a fuck about it being like neat because it's just yeah. quicker, but it's going to fucking look sloppy. But I, I don't know. It's it's a tough call for me. I think these kids need as much fucking education as they can get, though, because they're just getting dumber and dumber every year, it seems. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know a teacher who told me that, you know, the school's funding used to be based on at least here how well the students did on the FCAT, which is the standardized test. Yeah. And now it's based on graduation rate. Yep. So this teacher told me that they're letting kids graduate who should absolutely not be graduating just to get yep. the school more money. And dude, that's, that's how we get situations like we had the past four years. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's fucking oh, yeah. idiots. That's, I may have talked about it on the show before, but uh, I had to take classes for my internship when I worked at the plant and they were electrical classes. So teaching you how to wire electrical stuff, how to troubleshoot, how to fix it, all that stuff. My teacher in that class actually got called to administration one time because he was like, they were like, you're giving too many A's in your class. It's like, you know, 
for your metrics, we need to see like this percentage A's, this percentage B's, C's, D's, F's. Like you need to be given it. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, my class is going to be pass fail. He's like, cause if, if you get a D in my class, that means maybe a year from now, you'll, you'll screw up and you'll kill yourself or somebody else. If you get a C, maybe six months from now, you'll screw up and you'll kill somebody or yourself. So you get a D. Maybe three months from now, you'll screw up and kill yourself or somebody else. He's like, this is not a class that you can be mediocre in. He's like, you need to learn how to do this stuff properly or you're going to fail the class. And apparently, like, they they went along with it. And I was like, yeah, like, just giving out random grades to meet certain metrics is fucking bullshit. Like you said, passing kids who shouldn't be passed is bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, dude. Um I do think that it should be you should be taught how to read it, even though like I do, oh, yeah. I'm I'm awful at reading cursive. Um, but there are just there are texts and things that are written in cursive that oh yeah, I don't know if they've I'm sure they've been translated to regular text and everything, but I don't I don't know. It's a, it's a it's definitely like a dying way to communicate, but it's oh, yeah. a very pretty language to use. Yeah. Um, okay, and then our our final question uh, from Jeff, Jeremy. How did we become friends? Uh, who said we're friends? <laughs> yeah, right? We hate each um, other. We just, we <laughs> yeah, fuck Dalton. No, we were uh, part of the Factory Sealed retro gaming podcast community. And how do you become friends with other adults? Like, it just kind of happens. Like, you just sort of like, this This adult's pretty neat. I'll, I'll talk to this person on a pretty regular basis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we just... Uh, just like you know had some common interests and started chatting and oh, yeah. became friends i will say uh courtney uh was surprised that me and you don't know each other in person she was like cause she yeah. said we sound like we've been friends for years so i was like yeah dude one of my best friends his name is austin he lives uh just outside of chicago we have been friends for probably a decade or better like literally he knows shit about me nobody knows my ex is my ex-wife nobody knows shit austin like we both said if either of us ever runs for public office the other one's gonna get really rich by calling up tmz <laughs> like we've never met in real life so like that's something we've always talked about but has never happened like uh yeah. when me and my ex got married we were going to get married in ireland and, you know, you have to have two witnesses come with you. So I talked to him and his wife about coming with us, but it didn't pan out. So, like, yeah, I still haven't met the guy. We've been friends for, like I said, probably a decade or better. What's Hell funny yeah. is the only reason I became friends with him is because he sold me a, a Fantastic Four comic, the first uh, appearance of Ultron. He sold me that, and we kind of just started chit-chatting, and now now he's one of my best friends, so. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, it works like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Court, like Courtney, like I mentioned her just a second ago. God, I've known her for years, and she lives up in Ohio, and we've never met, but, like, I pretty much love that girl. You know what I mean? Like, if I could and had the money, like, I'd be there, or she'd be here. You know, it's oh, one yeah. of those, and it's just like, I would say 90% of my friends these days are online, because yeah. I just don't like all my friends that were here either moved away or they've just become people I don't want to be around anymore. And dude, it's hard to keep friendships from high school and shit because, like you said, people move, you go into different career paths, like shit changes and you don't keep in touch. Like I have friends from elementary school, but they're just people I talk to from time to time. We don't hang out and do stuff together. We don't do holidays together, any of that shit. Um, 
like I said, I say I have two best friends. I have Austin and then locally, uh, my buddy Bill is one of my closest friends, like a confidant. He knows shit about me. A lot of other people don't know. Like, but yeah, other than that, like people that I've known since my childhood, dude, most of my family, I rarely talk to anymore. Yeah. Like I'm the type of person that when I go home now, I go to home, I make something to eat, I go in my bedroom, shut the door, turn the TV on, and I hang out by myself. And, like, my ex is still living with me until she finds a place. And she gets kind of pissy and says I'm hiding out in my bedroom. And I was like, no, like, this is who I am. Like, when you guys move, I might go two or three days without actually talking to anybody because... I'm not, th- I'm not the person who goes out and interact. Like, dude, I lived in an apartment complex in, in, uh, the town where my store is for close to a decade, eight to 10 years, probably. I didn't know any of my fucking neighbors, dude. Yeah. Like, there, there were f- every floor had four, four apartments, like in the same breezeway. My ex wife became friendly with the lady across the street from us right before we split up. And dude, like, she, there were some hot chicks that, uh, that lived in that apartment complex but like i said i don't i'm not a social creature i'm a fucking indoor cat like i don't want to go outside i don't want to go be in groups of people like it's just not me it's not what i do so yeah every now and then i'll want to like go to st augustine and roam around or something but i don't want to i don't want to do it in a posse i want to get like one two people to go with me and if that ends up being my parents fuck it <laughs> like I, I i've told people before like i've gone to see movies like i'll probably go see the new jurassic world movie by myself they're like how you watch movie by yourself i was like i don't have to buy popcorn and drinks and shit for anybody i go to the bathroom before i sit down i don't have to get up and go to the bathroom through the movie like i can see i mean it's no different than sitting at home and watching a movie i yeah. don't have anybody tapping me on the shoulder like trying to talk to me while the movie's going on it's fine do I like going with other people? Sure. It's nice after the movie to discuss it with somebody, but I don't have to have that. Yeah. I'll go to the mall and just wander around. And if I see people, I'll speak to them. But like, I don't need constant companionship. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Um, brother, my stomach is currently telling me to wrap this up. So if All you, right. if you want to run through the, uh, the links and then I'll do the other stuff at the, at the end. All right. So, um, if you want to reach out to us by email, maybe you want to do an anonymous question or send us a, a clip um, to use as an intro. Which we have this week. Uh, yeah, we have one this week. So, yeah, send more so we'll use them. Um, so you can reach out to us at email, yetanotherbspod at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook group for the same reasons. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash yetanotherbspodcast. We have a Twitter you can do it there too at yabs pod y-a-b-s-p-o-d i'm on twitter at at just call me jezza and dalton is on there at super nerd dalton uh dalton has also put together a website where you can see all listen to the shows see the show notes see the links everything it is yabspod.wordpress.com anything else you want to pitch yeah yeah come join us in the uh the steam machine discord where we have uh the steam machine uh sections and then we have our carved out a little section for Yazpod. it is uh we're we're slowly taking over <laughs> bit.ly slash tsmp discord all capital letters um and if you'd like to listen to that show it is a bi-weekly pc gaming show the steam machine podcast for me and my two buddies nate and willie play through 
are are mostly my big ass backlog of PC games, and we talk about them. Uh, and shout out to listener Jeff for sending in our clip for this episode, our first uh, intro clip from the listeners. And also, uh, if you want to listen to me weekly talk about some JRPG news, uh, JRPG Report is where you can find that. And I'm thinking about doing a spinoff for general gaming news, uh, but that's still in the uh, that the incubator. So we'll I'll bring that up more when I decide to do that or not. If you want me to do a solo podcast about whatever, let me know. Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, there you go. Fucking get out there, son. Make that shit heard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I I'm gonna go. So I love you all. Uh, thank you for listening. Sorry, this is a shorter episode, but being that it's Father's Day and we're both kind of feeling under the weather, uh, we did our best for you. So with that being said, we love you. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say, Jeremy? Uh, hey, 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 smoke weed every day. And on that note, take it easy. Hey, hey.